Welcome to Power Up, a podcast show hosted by Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio that brings life to some of the stories on Power Electronics technologies and products featured on PowerElectronicsNews.com and through other as Pencor Media publications. In this show, you'll hear both engineers and executives discuss news, challenges, and opportunities for power electronics in markets such as automotive, industrial, and consumer. Here is your host, editor-in-chief of PowerElectronicsNews.com and eeweb.com, Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio. Hello everyone and welcome to this new episode of Power Up. Today we'll talk about uh, electric vehicles, powering electric vehicles. Transportation accounts for, uh, as you know, about 20% of greenhouse gas emissions, with rural transportation accounting for three quarters of this share. Electric mobility is a crucial driver of the energy revolution and it is predicted to boost demand for renewable energy generated power. Vehicle electrification is a key part of the plan to reduce greenhouse gas emissions from road transport. Technological advances in electric vehicles are reducing costs, but above all offer the greater range efficiency demanded by many consumers. The combination of more power-dense batteries, more efficient electric motors and new wideband gap semiconductor solutions for the entire powertrain are driving the market. Imperfect semiconductors will translate into underperforming electric vehicles and hybrids, limiting their viability as a replacement for traditional vehicles. Wideband gap semiconductors provide various advantages over conventional silicon alternatives and, as such, can improve electric vehicles and hybrid. GAN solutions are well suited for the ACDC onboard charger and the high voltage to low voltage DC-DC converter in electric vehicles. Today we will talk with Alexander Cosno, co-founder and CTO of FTEX, and we will focus on gallium nitride. FTEX co-founder Alexander Cosno is working in high frequency and high power converters, as well as controllers for electric motors. Uh, Alexander is finding ways of optimizing power uh, conversions from battery design to motor efficiency, which are paramount to FTEX technology and uh, solutions. In his uh, role as a CTO, he oversees the technology development team. Let's talk with Alexander. Hi, Alexander. How are you? Very good, and you? I'm fine. Good. Thanks a lot for uh, this opportunity to talk with you about electric vehicles again. Oh, my pleasure. And it's a very nice opportunity for uh, you to give me. So, yeah, let's go ahead. So, before uh, going into details, tell me, tell us more about, about you. Please introduce yourself and your company. Sure. So, uh, I'm going to introduce my, uh, my company first. Uh, so, uh, FTEX is, uh, is a drivetrain solution company. Uh, we're specialized in uh, GAN power uh, motor drives or uh, inverters. Uh, we're in the low to mid power range, so uh, 250 to 3 kilowatts approximately. And we drive mostly um, three-phase uh, BLDC motors um, for personal uh, mobility and recreational vehicle. Uh, our first, uh, I would say, entry to market is on uh, uh, the low side of the, the power range, um, so electric bikes, uh, which can uh, also uh, 
uh, show a, a lot of power. Uh, we have two two wheel drive uh, motorbikes. They are kind of a, a beast. And uh, and after that, we'll move uh, towards uh, uh, recreational vehicles. Um, so higher power, like uh, ski doos, ski doos, um, uh, vehicles like uh, like that. So uh, I myself, I'm uh, uh, the CTO and uh, co-founder uh, at FTEX. So uh, we're a we're a big team uh, right now, uh, approximately 15 people. And just to name a few, we have uh, also uh, Rami and uh, uh, Rami Mosa and Silvana Woman, uh, respectively CEO and CRO, uh, that are uh, also co-founders of this uh, this company. And uh, we're actively looking for uh, for people actually. So uh, well, I'll invite everybody to go at. Uh, FX.ca to, uh, to see what careers we have uh, opening. Yeah. Great. So electric vehicles, the powertrain system of uh, an electric vehicle involves, as you know, several solutions from uh, mm-hmm. onboard charger, uh, the battery, uh, and uh, battery management system. So as the name says, the powertrain provides uh, power to the vehicle. It uh, indicates the set of uh, components that generates the, the power, uh, required to move the, the vehicle, in this case, uh, to move electric motor. So which are the advantages of GAN for e-mobility? And in particular, which are the challenges considering a sort of competition, if we can say we can use this uh, this word, with Silion Garbite? Okay, well, I think um, GAN has a place on, on every uh, system. Um, maybe not the BMS, because it's a, it's a cost-constrained uh, system, so... Uh, uh, MOSFET uh, silicon base right now are uh, more than uh, enough for that. Um, but for onboard charger, um, I really think that GAN has a, a lot of potential um, because you want to reduce the size of that uh, that onboard charger or uh, auxiliary power converters in a vehicle. Um, so the high frequency aspect of the GAN can really help uh, towards that. Um, when it comes to, uh, to motor drive, uh, I think it will depend uh, on the, the power rate of this vehicle. So in the low range uh, of the, um, uh, the power, um, up to mid-drive, so let's say uh, 20 to 30 kilowatt. Um, so it's, um, for the audience, it's like um, um, motorcycles, for instance. Um, they draw that kind of power. Um, GAN clearly has an advantage uh, over other uh, silicon carbide, um, just because those um, um, those uh, silicon carbide uh, transistor are for the the higher uh, part of the voltage. Like it's where they really perform. So uh, mostly for that. But of course there is uh, cost constraints. Uh, there is a certification involved. So uh, GAN also have some challenges to be. Uh, to be fixed uh, in that uh, in that regard, and that's the job of uh, the, the system integrators. So, um, well, FTEX is a system integrator, for instance, um, and we we deal with that. So it's the huge so, potential. Good. So electric vehicles uh, require more power, so power levels ranging up to 20 times that of uh, conventional vehicles, so internal mm-hmm. combustion engine, ICE, I mean, the increase uh, uh, represents a major challenge for uh, for engineers, for power engineers, trying to optimize power uh, networks. So, but not mm-hmm. only, also the infrastructure, charging stations, grids. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, as you know, automotive now is uh, even more electric. We can say that uh, so we don't need mechanical engineers. I mean, and in this case, uh, uh, the problem is also how can we reinvent the old mechanical engineers? So, in other words, how to make a shift from a career associated with ICE vehicles to electric vehicles? We need, for sure, new, new professionals with specific uh, qualifications in these uh, emerging sectors, electric vehicles. Oh, yeah, of course, it's going to be a big transition, uh, even for big companies. Uh, uh, they have to, to move a lot of their uh, uh, engineers towards uh, electric engineers. Um, so um, to, to make a combustion engine, I'm not an expert into that, but uh, there is uh, chemical engineers, mechanical engineers. So, um, I think chemical engineers has their uh, transition towards battery packs, so I think they will be, they will be covered. Uh, for mechanical engineering, uh, there is electromechanical field, um, which is more towards the, the motor, but, uh, but it's a very intensive, uh, uh, change, I would say, because you have to understand the, the, the Maxwell laws, um, so it's, uh, it's a big change. Uh, there is a lot of, uh, because we're drawing a lot of power, uh, there is a big field in thermodynamics, um, that also could be a, a transition path for mechanical engineers. Um, so, I mean, game is not over for mechanical engineer, of course. Um, the chassis is tremendously different between a, a, a conventional vehicle and a, a electric vehicle, for instance. And the balance of the vehicle is completely different. So there's a lot of, uh, of work still to be done. Um, but, but yeah, for sure, uh, the, the percentage of mechanical engineer in a conventional automotive uh, company will be um, um, reduced or shift towards the electrical engineers. So another point is uh, electric motors. So the rapidly growing electric vehicle market puts a huge demand on electric motors across, I mean, several global regions and different categories, different vehicle categories. So within this market, analysis are seeing trends around uh, motor technology and topology, but also power, torque density, and thermal management. So, which are, yeah. in this case, I mean, the challenges for electric motors in terms of technology, thermal requirements, controllers, etc. Yeah, there is a, there's a lot of research going on. Um, for now, the supply chain is starting to kick in also with their, uh, their constraints. Uh, so, for instance, in, um, in uh, electric motors, uh, you have uh, permanent magnets if you want uh, a good efficiency and a good uh, um, form factor. And um, um, bore uh, magnets, for instance, are um, rare materials, um, which is going to be heavily constrained now. Mm -hmm. So uh, engineers will have to find another way uh, to, um, to change that topology, as you mentioned. And, uh, and change the control technique also to um, circumvent that, uh, uh, that issue. But um, there is a, definitely a lot of work uh, going on. Uh, we work uh, at FTEX with um, uh, coalesce motors, uh, which is uh, another kind of uh, uh, DLDC motors, and uh, we need to ramp the frequency. So this is where we leverage the GAN so that we concentrate the magnetic field around it without the... Uh, the core that is normally doing that. There's a lot of benefits. Uh, first, um, we use less material. I mean, the motor con 
company uh, use less material and it's uh, it's much lighter. So if for uh, a real uh, or a drones application, it's uh, it's very useful. But uh, you have to drive it at high frequency. So um, well, I mean, it's still reasonable. It's still uh, 20, uh, 200 kilohertz, sorry. Uh, so for the GAN, it's uh, easily uh, achievable. But, uh, but yeah, it opens up new perspective. And Adeptex were uh, one of the only few that can actually do that. Great. So electric vehicle is uh, expensive. I mean, cost reduction technologies will, uh, will be important, will be especially important in achieving this market penetration. So also because, I mean, uh, electrification is inevitable in both private and public uh, segment. I mean, also because so uh, transportation accounts for 20% of uh, CO2 emissions. So what is behind the high prices and what can be done from your point of view, of course, to reduce this, uh, this cost? Yeah, so to reduce this cost, um, I think volume is, is part of the cost reduction. Um, so right now, electric vehicles still represent a very few uh, vehicles on the road. So um, uh, there, there is manufacturing techniques also, uh, materials extraction technique that needs to be uh, uh, evolved. Like it took us... Uh, uh, several decades to, to master um, uh, petrol extraction or oil extraction uh, the, the right way and efficient way. Uh, it's, it's the same with lithium. It's the same with uh, rare earth materials. Uh, we have to go through that process. Um, and on our side, at the system level, uh, we need to optimize our architecture. Um, we still to, we, we need to, um, uh, to put a lot of emphasis towards the robustness of the firmware or uh, the, the motor control, so that we use less components uh, or properly sized components. So there is not much place of uh, uh, buffer that, like we could have in, in mechanical uh, um, structures. So um, there, there is a lot of development still need to be done to optimize the manufacturing process and um, the cost reduction of the bond. So, Alexander... We are in conclusion. Uh, I have just uh, the last one. So tell me what's next. So tell me your next project. Uh, what's next from your perspective for electric vehicles and uh, what's news from your company next? Okay. Yeah, well, uh, for, um, for FTEX, the, the current challenge right now is um, um, starting manufacturing. So uh, we started pre, pre-manufacturing already, but it's... Um, you know, there, there is 20% uh, effort uh, to, to put up a prototype on, uh, on the road, and there is 80% of the work is really like making that prototype uh, fully functional for everybody uh, with a, a decent failure rate, decent yield. Um, uh, of course, there is supply chain right now. There is a big issue that we have to, uh, uh, to, to make our way through, through it. Um, so there's a lot of challenges uh, that, that we're currently uh, working on. Um, optimizing the bomb is one of them. Um, there, there's a lot of, uh, of work, uh, also in terms of uh, certification. Um, GAN-based system are really not easy uh, to go mm-hmm. through certification because the, the, the rising time, so the, the way the GAN switch is uh, extremely, um, um, let's say, aggressive. The rising time is, is very short, which generates a lot of uh, EMI. Um, whether we we use techniques, you know, to uh, um, impact the sewer rate, as we uh, as we call it, so make the 
the DIDT, DVDT less, um, uh, less sharp. Um, well, this is not easy to do even with GAN, so we have to um, uh, compensate with firmware or with passive components. Uh, the tuning of that system, uh, layout components and, um, and firmware, uh, all of it combined is, is really not uh, an easy task, so we're actively working on that. Uh, on the side, of course, we're increasing the power of uh, our system as we tend to go through um, higher power um, motor drive. Um, and this is, uh, it's, it's a very, uh, we build our technology in a scalable way. Um, so we're basically adding bricks on top of the other and not starting from scratch every time. So it's uh, right now we're doing great uh, towards that, that aspect. But, uh, yeah, production is, uh, is really difficult. Um, you know, just uh, to, to, to name a few things, uh, the uh, thermal uh, dissipation is, uh, is really um, uh, difficult. In that, uh, in in the GAN-based system, because the the, pack, the packages of the GANs are um, made in a way that they reduce processing elements, um, but extracting power from it, uh, so thermal losses from it, is extremely difficult. Uh, in in classic uh, silicon MOSFETs uh, or IGBTs, uh, for instance, you can just screw it in a <laughs> in a metal plate, and we call it a day. Uh, for uh, for the GAN, it doesn't work that way. Uh, so we really have to optimize the full aspect of it. And, you know, if you, if you want to look back, uh, this is where the mechanical engineers uh, comes into play. There is new challenges mm-hmm. towards that uh, that aspect. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's not an easy challenge that we're uh, undertake, undertaking right now. But we're, we're doing great. Uh, we're doing great. Um, and, uh, and yeah, what was the the other aspect of your question? Sorry, I focused a little bit on FX. No, just uh, you you said just. Uh, I mean, uh, what's next from electric vehicle? What's news from from your company? Okay, yeah. Um, well, I mean, for electric vehicle is uh, uh, this is where our company have um, uh, a bit more impact. I would say mm-hmm. um, is that we we don't only control a motor; we control a full vehicle. So the motor works in symbiosis with the vehicle that is uh, placed on it and the user that is on it. Um, so we have a full ecosystem, uh, Evionics uh, comms, as we call it, or Evionics, um, that is here really to, um, to make sure that everything works uh, in symbiosis. Uh, so it's really not an easy task to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we master one part of uh, controlling a motor the right way, um, but uh, controlling the full vehicle and providing to the user uh, the, the right experience and a telesized experience is, uh, is what we, uh, we are focusing also uh, right now. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be great, uh, really, for, uh, for the user, because uh, when I see vehicles right now, like um, um, electric bike, for instance, we could do so much more than just okay. push a throttle and, and it, it goes away. Um, this is why really at FTEX we, we make it our mission to, uh, to transcend that, uh, that market and really provide, um, just like the automotive, uh, uh, disruptors are doing, you know, they, they, they don't just make an electrical, uh, vehicle. They, they mm-hmm. provide firmware update. Uh, it's, it's a new vehicle that is sustained, uh, over years 
Um, you can play games in your vehicle, which well, I don't recommend that, but you know, you can do that. There is autopilot, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, with electric bike, it has to come with that also. Mm-hmm. So, a tele size experience, uh, suitable for the way you use your vehicle. Uh, this is, this is very important and this is our mission at FTEX. Good. So looking forward. So electric vehicle is, uh, is not uh, hardware only, also software. I mean, firmware. It is a lot of software and firmware. Not. Yeah. Uh, hardware right now, uh, represents, uh, I'd say 20% of our focus. Um, we, d- we did a lot of uh, work on the hardware because uh, it's one thing to have a, a GAN transistor. It's another to drive them the right way. And uh, there was a big spike, I would say, in uh, in new gallium nitride transistor, mm-hmm. but there was nothing to drive it. Uh, so we spent a lot of our time finding the right driver uh, for our application, um, finding the right environment to uh, to make sure the GAN is performing. GAN is really like, compared to, uh, to basic silicon MOSFET, it's a Formula One. If you don't have the pit uh, crew with you, you're going to sustain like 10 kilometers and then it's, it's going to be over. So it's the same uh, on the hardware level, on the firmware level. Uh, you need this, uh, this pit crew with you. You need that management with you so that the GAN can perform. Uh, there is very few pl- place for mistakes. So uh, the firmware is... Uh, is highly tested um, with, with standard uh, close to automotive, even though we just make um, electric bike. So, uh, so yes, this is how professional you have to be uh, with gallium uh, nitride systems. Um, it, it doesn't allow you to make mistakes. So, um, and there is that. And now we focus a lot on firmware and on software. Um, by connecting everything with an IoT module, uh, so VNX comes um, to it, so that we can uh, perform firmware updates, so that your bike is still uh, kept up to date. We can provide to the OEM the information uh, that they need on their bike, you know, their their failure rate, their issue. Uh, it's it's a full chain, you know. So even the mechanics, um, the the bikes repair shops have to adapt. And we're providing diagnostic sorry, tools so that they can quickly fix the issue. Because right now, a cable doesn't work. Well, you throw all the powertrain away, which is, uh, you know, for the environment, of course, is a huge waste. And mm-hmm. there is a simple fix, but you have to know it. Um, and this is what we provide to the, uh, the, the mechanics or the OEM. We tell them, like, this cable is not connected, so just change that part and, and we call it a so um yes that this is all the environment that we we propose at ftex and that we're currently actively working on and we still need support it so uh you know <laughs> we're still hiring good so alexander we are in conclusion thanks a lot it's been a pleasure to to talk with you to have you in this uh, power up podcast thank you have a nice day thanks a lot have a good day Thank you, Alexander. So again, is a place on every system, maybe not the BMS, because it's a cost-constrained system, according to Alexander. For a board charger, he thinks GAN has a lot of potential, because you want to reduce the size, but also auxiliary power converters in a vehicle. 
electric vehicles uh, is it going to be a big transition for professionals he thinks chemical engineers will work a lot in terms of battery for mechanical engineering it's a very intensive change there is a lot of uh, research going on in uh, electric motor design and material in particular volume is a part of the cost reduction so right now electric vehicles still represent a very few vehicle on the road so there is uh, manufacturing techniques also to consider, like uh, materials extraction techniques, according to Alexander. So Alexander and uh, his team uh, is working uh, on a lot of changes, uh, challenges and new projects for electric vehicles in terms of GAN for the powertrain, not only the motor section. That brings us to the end of this episode. Stay tuned with more news and technical aspects about power electronics. If you are listening to this uh, on the podcast page at etimes.com or powerelectronicsnews.com, links to articles on topics we have discussed are shown in this page. Power Up is brought to you by Aspencore Media, the host is Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio, and the producer is James Eid. Thank you everyone for listening. See you next episode. Stay tuned.